Welcome to this week's episode of Certainly Doomed Reviews. I'm Kurt. I'm Sam. I'm... And I'm Corey. <laughs> and this week's episode... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry ahead of time. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> for everything you're about to witness. <laughs> so the... The title for this week's episode is... <laughs> For all of our, (laughs) aka Galaxy Quest, and for all of our non-visual viewers, we just clapped very awkward positions, and um, these are all jokes from the movie that aren't, I guess, well translated if you haven't seen the movie. Doesn't really work in audio format. It's but we did it anyway. That's why I apologize ahead of time. It's for our visual viewers. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I can't make the joke out because I'm about to die. Fuck. I was gonna say yeah, please subscribe don't. to our OnlyFans to see. Our uh our uh Oh fuck, what was the name of it? You cast. Subscribe to our That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, subscribe to our U Can we have a safe for work or slightly not safe for work OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah. People so, do whatever, whatever they want. want. With OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans no longer uh, allows nudity. No, I think they. No, no, no. It's still. No, they took nudity. that back. Yeah, they took that back after they realized. Great, yeah, we can put Fashusi on there. Can we put? Um, <laughs> can we do? No, no. Legitimate question: Should we do an OnlyFans? We're certainly doing reviews where we post feet pics, and you got to guess whose feet it is. That's a great <laughs> idea, Kurt. Because everybody's always gonna know who what feet yours are because you're not fucking white. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do kind of have damn feet. <laughs> and your feet are fucking giant. My toes are also a fourth of my foot. I know. It's grotesque. <laughs> anyway, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Why did we watch Galaxy Quest, Corey? This is a part of our series where we do movies from the years that we were born. And I was born in 1999. What? Wow. So was I. Wow. Spoilers for next week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did do a late night double feature picture show. I want to go. To the picture show? To the... Yeah. Late night horror (laughs) picture. I can't wait till we watch that on the podcast. Um, Kurt doesn't like that movie. I don't care. Okay, yeah. okay. I, like I watched I, Unfriended for him. He can watch Rocky Horror Picture no, Show. No, I, I really like it. I just don't like watching it with people who know the lines to every song. And uh, this is a watch it for me. I hate to start it off <laughs> with a controversial take. Um, I really liked it. I don't like Star Trek, but I liked the Star Trek parody movie. Same. I also like the Star Trek parody show. <laughs> Orville? Pr- yeah, huh? it's pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, it was a watch it for me. I picked the movie. Watch it for me. It's also a watch it for me. As probably the only person that does like Star Trek to a certain point. Uh, I think my problem with it is I watched it too young to really understand the nuance of anything. And I don't like sci-fi movies anyway. So that sounds about right. I've seen the one where Spock dies. You, I think, watched that over at our house. I did. Probably. Probably. That's the best one. You watched a lot of stuff at our house. Yeah, that one was actually... Okay, you know what? The remake, as someone who's not, you know, like a Star Trek guy, the remake movies are really good. Were they? They're pretty good. Okay, and please do me the favor and remind me. So this movie is starring Tim Allen. We stan, I guess. Yep. I'm going to say it so wrong. I'm going to say it so wrong. I feel so bad about it. I know I shouldn't feel bad about it. Do you want me to dub it? Like we did with Kurt when he had to say Fashusi. Sigourney Weaver. Sigini. <laughs> Joe Quain Phoenix. We Phoenix. never we never practiced names beforehand, so Sigini is how I'm gonna choose to say it Weaver. That's the only consistency we have. Yeah. Uh, Alan Rickman. R.I.P. Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Sam Rockwell and Daryl Mitchell. Super fun. It actually has a really great cast. Um, everybody does a really good job, I feel, on the cast. 
Okay, and now let's get into the spoilers and synopsis. So on to the synopsis. The stars of a 1970s sci-fi show, now a scraping by through reruns and sci-fi conventions, are beamed aboard an alien spacecraft. The aliens, believing the cast's heroics on-screen dramas and historical documents, as they think they are, um, for real-life adventures, and they, like, truly believe that these people who they are on the show, um, they help them overcome pretty much getting yeeted by some oppressive regime of aliens. So, guys, what was your favorite part? Mm, Commander, someone who cannot ride a bike. That was horrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, they talk in a really monotone way. I can't do it. I'm I'm stupid. Um, Curtis, fucking dying. At least you didn't introduce yourself as. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my communicator's broken. I, I think my favorite, and this is gonna be sound weird, but like the scene on the other planet. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just the whole thing? Just the whole thing. Like, it was consistent laughs the whole time while they were on the other planet. Where they fight the little gremlins and... Uh, the miners? And Katie the said, miners. uh... Yeah, Katie said, that one's Kurt and he dies. No, minor <laughs> miners. They're miners, not miners. You lost me. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm Guy. I die. It's my thing. I don't even have a last name. <laughs> he was top You have here. a last name! <laughs> He's my favorite part. Sam Rockwell, always great in everything. So good as Guy. <laughs> uh, I think... I don't know, I'm kind of with Kurt. Them on the other planet was great. But I also really love that uh, Sigourney Weaver's character when they're sitting at the table talking to the computer and she's repeating everything the computer says. She's like, I have one job and I'm gonna do it, damn it! It's great. I loved it. It was pretty great. Can I give a special shout out to Sigourney Weaver's character slowly starting to lose more clothes as the movie goes on as well? Yeah, that was that pretty part funny. Was good. She yeah. did say that like the only thing she's known for is her boobs. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. That goes to my two fun facts about actual Star Trek uh, actors. Uh, let me make sure I get the name right. But uh, the scene where he's in the bathroom at the convention at the beginning, Tim Allen's character is based on a real story that happened to William Shatner at a 86 like Star Trek convention. So and then it's Jerry Ryan, I believe, who's in Star Trek Voyager and 95 <laughs> had the article written where it was six paragraphs about her boobs. So love that. Yeah. That feels like that shouldn't be happening back then, but in the 90s, but you know, unfortunately it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah me either. Although I hope she feels good about her titties. Now would be a I would. Now would be a 10 second uh, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, or a 3 minute one. That's, Just with that's, that's montage creepy. of pictures. Yeah. That's why it's gross. Well, gross and creepy are two different things. They go very much hand in hand. Yeah, but there's a line. Okay. Anyway, um, my favorite part was when they beam up that nasty pig-looking thing, and it just comes <laughs> yes. back horribly mangled. Inside and, out. Yes. Yeah, and the um, the alien dude who's there with them is relaying the information over when they're like, no, shut up. No, shut up. He's like, it's inside out. <laughs> it's inside and out. it exploded. <laughs> and I was just like, that was great. And he's, was, he's so unfazed. He is so unfazed. It explodes on them and everybody like ducks down. And he just has like alien guts on his face and he's just smiling away like nothing ever happened. Just, it exploded. And uh, Tim Allen's character is flipping shit because that's what they're using to try to get him out of there. It was great. Um, so what was the worst part? Uh, so while I think my favorite part was the little... The miners on the other planet, they might also be the worst part just because the CGI was not great. Yeah. <laughs> did not it hold up very well. No, and, and the, the practical effects hold up, of course. Yeah. Beautifully well, but they themselves, God, they looked horrible. 
They should have set a bunch of kids in, like, costumes. Like, it was still legal to have child actors in 99. <laughs> I don't think it was, like, horrible, but it definitely wasn't great. Like, the rock monster looked fine. Yeah. That's mostly also, just the pig thing yeah. was, um, that wasn't was CGI. Yeah. It wasn't was god-awful, but... Yeah. The rock monster didn't have any, like, face facial features yeah. so it could just be a flat texture of a rock and it was fine the, yeah the, i think it's the like the eye mouth combo like they know they're supposed to be creepy but they were a different kind of creepy it was like the scorpion king level of creepy <laughs> i've got a got a video to show you of a horrible <laughs> cgi thing from the early 2000s oh, no. after this was that your favorite or uh, least favorite part too um no i guess my least favorite part would probably be Justin Long's character because it doesn't really feel like it does a whole lot. His only use is like at the end when he's, you know, living out his fanboy dreams and helping them. Yeah, I think he's meant to show at the beginning how horrible of a person Tim Allen's character is. Yeah. Just in general, like that's his use and they wanted to like put him in so that he just wasn't handy dandy there just like oh he happens to know this kid who knows what he's talking about yeah like let's kind of just put him in the beginning to show how much of an asshole this guy is but the line about him going going from oh he goes you know i've come to realize that you know it's it's not it's not fake it's not fake i knew it was it was one of like one of the funniest lines. yeah that was pretty funny and he was such like i think everybody knows that kid who just took shit way too seriously because at the beginning he's coming up and like, can you explain to me why this says this, but this doesn't make any sense. And he's like, bro, it's just a fucking TV show. Bro, it's just a TV show. At the end, when he's like, I knew what was real. (laughs) That was great. It really went together. I think really well. Although my only counterpoint to you saying he's your least favorite part, Sam, is uh, at the end when he's helping land the spaceship and the way he fucking like bit in half and then just fucking flop back like a fish was so damn funny so my least favorite part was the general uh for the evil aliens because he was just like an insect dude and anytime they wanted him to be threatening of any kind they just made his little wings spear out and his weird little antenna thing like go up and spin and i was like that is so non-fucking threatening and he straight up looked like like a villain from the like 90s or maybe 80s i don't know the old ninja turtle live action movies yeah that would have been the 90s was it yeah yeah i used to watch those all the time yeah and um well like he was supposed to be really big and bad and he had a kind of a scary voice i was just like every time that happened i was just like he just reminds me of a little insect that you could just go bleep to <laughs> just like bleep. step on him yeah just step on him pretty much and I just, every time he appeared on screen, I was just like, he's kind of annoying. I didn't really like him. He was not my Jim Jam. <laughs> Jim Jam? Yeah. Uh, so who is everybody's favorite character? I know who yours is. It's Guy. Yeah. He might be my favorite. But a close second would probably be, uh, I can't even remember his name. It starts with an M. The Kim Cade's character? type character the 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 long drawn oh. voices yeah yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> is it mouth mouth is art yeah something like yeah, that yeah we should probably fact check that <laughs> i don't know i I'm liked him a lot to. he was a lot of fun yeah he was super fun uh my favorite character was this movie's kim cade he was great <laughs> he was the only one who like genuinely in every circumstance Kind of acted like a real person. Had a justified reaction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he's looking at these people like, what the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) Why do you think this is a good idea? Or, like, the beginning, um, another character is having a breakdown and he's just, like, sitting there mimicking him because he does it all the time. He's like, time for another breakdown. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) same. Uh, Alan Rickman's character was my favorite. Uh, the the melodrama and then everybody calling him melodramatic and him being pissed. Yeah. Was just. He's just so done with everybody's shit too, which it is was great. great. It yeah. was just. It's so funny. 
And then, like, he, at the very end, when he says the line with full hope, because it's all this poor, dying alien man wants, you were like a father to me. Like, like it was just... I don't know, something about just the aliens watching a Star Trek show and taking it as gospel was, like, the funniest shit to me. You're welcome. Like, it's, like, the funniest fucking shit, okay? You're welcome, I showed you this movie. Yeah. Also, I had asked Sam and Katie before if they had seen this movie, and both of them said no, and then as soon as it started, they were both like, oh my god, I've seen it. I don't know why I didn't remember when you when you brought it up before, because I do remember us saying no, I don't think we have. I don't know why it didn't register that it was this movie, but I have definitely seen this before. I know it's been a long time, though. Yeah. I've definitely seen all of it. I don't know if I've watched it, like, in one setting. Mm, okay, so. I understand. Um, and I was going to ask about least favorite characters, but almost all of us have already said our least favorite character. Kurt, what's your least favorite character? I think... Oh, man, that's a good question. I don't know if I have a least favorite character per se. No, no, I, I don't think I have any character who I was sad to see on the screen. Uh, CGI little alien dudes. Miners. <laughs> the miners. I, I did not like to see them on screen. Also, I love that they call uh, Tim Allen's character a child. They're like, he looks like a kid. It's the mullet for me. <laughs> yeah, same. Okay, okay, okay. So, at the beginning, would you believe and or help Tim Allen's character? When he comes running in, he's like, oh my god, it's all real! Like, if we were his castmates? Yeah, if we were his castmates. Um, I feel like I probably would have had the same reaction because he was so unreliable. Like, he was always late to everything, and then he comes up talking like a lunatic and butts in with all the, like, the fans and mm -hmm. everything. So I feel like my reaction probably would have been the same as theirs in the movie. They were like, yeah, uh-huh, okay, dude. And he's like, no, but I have this little communicator. And they're like, you mean these... So I, I don't know. I feel like I probably. But then they like, turn and around and help him. Do you think he would turn around and help him? To be fair, they kind of got abducted. <laughs> no, they, no. They, they go I seek they, her I out. Think they want to do it for money. Because he goes, think it's a gig. <laughs> true. True. I don't know. Probably. I think ultimately it probably would, but I think initially it would be the same. Like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. Kind of reaction. Hmm. Sam and or Kurt. Uh, I would just go along with it instantly. You guys know me well enough. Yeah, I do. You Kurt's guys, no questions you asked. Guys, you guys could all put on tinfoil hats and wake me up one day, tell me the alien apocalypse is happening, and I might piss myself. Like, yeah, I'd just go along with it. I'd be like, he's like, oh, it's real. I'd be like, oh, no, shit. Okay. That's, me. It, That's it, it, very non-surprising from you. Yeah. Um, I think I would, maybe. I mean, I really would want to go to space, so... <laughs> If but like if there's like a tiny would you one, think he's crazy i mean possibly but you know i guess i would see how far it goes so hmm. i think i would think he's fucking crazy and just be like he's finally gone off the deep end he's finally taken one too many of the drugs finally drank himself to an absolute oblivion yeah uh i think i might end up helping him like if everybody else was like i'm going I would be like, okay, fine, whatever. That, that's kind of how I feel. It's just like, okay, well, I guess if everybody else is going to see if this is legit or would not. Would you jump off a bridge if your friends did? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I know, Katie. 13th reason, let's go. No, that's not your 13th reason. All right, great. <laughs> so what makes a good sci-fi movie? Or what do you guys Space. think? Space. <laughs> the final frontier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but a sense of adventure. I mean, like, 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 I'm, I'm saying this unironically when I say space, and it, it could, I could not be space, but if there is no sense of adventure, or like, 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 Alien feels sci-fi because that's like they're on a spaceship and there's an alien, but there's not like a grand scope to it. But it doesn't feel like there is something like that. Like there's some type of like completely like. It's, it's weird that, oh god, what is that movie? Interstellar? Mm -hmm. Weirdly, like, it's like an adventure, but it, it feels less sci-fi to me than Alien, even though it's a grander adventure. There has to be some type of world to get lost in, I guess. I think Interstellar was more about, like, characters, not trying to 
I don't spoil anything. It's a great movie. Great, great movie. I'm not saying anything mm-hmm. bad about it. But. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sci-fi for me, I, I agree. I feel like space is kind of like a, a must. Like, it's a requirement for a sci-fi movie. I'll disagree with that, but I also disagree with that. But yeah, that's fine. I mean, everyone's opinions. Um, I I did ask for opinions. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, But I also I think it's a lot of I don't know. I associate it with space exploration, a journey, a trek, if you will, (laughs) a quest. Stars. Yes, maybe even some wars. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Kurt kind of summed it up for me. Like, that's where I'm at with it. All right, Sam? Um, For a good sci-fi movie, for me, usually has to deal with, like, moral or, like, ethical dilemmas, I guess. So, not saying they have to be, like, super deep, but that uh, that's always, like, an important part of sci-fi to me. I, I, th- I think sci-fi can deal with ethical dilemmas the same way horror movies can deal with racism. They can use, like, they're like, oh, that's the Clargans versus the Bargans, as, you know, mass murder. And it's like, oh, this is, this is paralleling, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm completely with you there. I mean, that's what Star Trek was all about, is exploring ethical or moral dilemmas of different cultures. Yeah. Without being pro one side or another essentially they got to or gives pretty much every like opinion like a solid base i would say it gives everything the time of day granted not new star trek because it's very very obvious where it aims its political views but i'll side check that so (laughs) that's a story for another time (laughs) i think that well i mean if you looked it up it would say that it has to have some kind of speculative science as a part of it which i would agree sci-fi is about speculative science in some way but i do think that it has to have like a hero's journey-esque theme to it yeah so like being able even if it doesn't stick with it because oh my god what's the name of that there's a movie that i can't remember the name of where i would consider it sci-fi it's about them being in the middle of the ocean and then they find this like water blob type alien thing um, while they're studying like algae or something, yeah, that was very sci-fi yeah. horror kind of a movie. But I do think that it needs to have some kind of speculative science. So like whether that's like space-based or like oh we're deep down in the ocean and this really interesting molecular scientist study group whatever yeah and so on and so on. I think there's plenty of movies that should count as sci-fi movies that maybe aren't necessarily um, because they don't have, like, the overarching uh, sense of purpose with them. Even though they do have, like, the hero's arc and the, like, speculative science behind them Mm -hmm. just because they don't have like the the sense of journey or like maybe more like wonder i guess yeah they're not counted do you guys think that this is a good sci-fi movie i think so um i mean it hits the mark for me granted like i know we're all gonna have different marks of what we would consider for for them but okay let me ask this in a different way is this a sci-fi comedy or is this an adventure comedy I think it's comedy sci-fi in that order yeah versus I w- sci-fi comedy i would agree with that because i mean it's more mm-hmm. of a parody mm-hmm. than it is like its own original content there's nothing wrong with being comedy than sci-fi absolutely yeah, so yeah i agree i asked if it was adventure or sci-fi <laughs> well no no I'm, I'm i'm saying it's sci-fi like i okay okay i'm saying it's comedy comma sci-fi okay like, okay with the second one being lesser yeah comedy okay. comes first than the sci-fi i think Okay, I can agree with that. I would also agree with that. Because <laughs> it, it is truly at its core a parody movie. Yeah. And it, I truthfully think it's one of the best parody movies out there. Because it, it is a movie first. Like, its sole purpose isn't to make fun of Star Trek. Its sole purpose is to be a good movie. 
that happens to be about making fun of Star Trek. It stands on its own. Like, you don't have to be a Star Trek fan to enjoy this movie. You or get, even know where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, you get the, like, it's, like, the bare minimum of references. So, like, you don't have to know every single thing about Star Trek to understand that that's what it's poking fun of. It's easy to tell that that's... Exactly what it's supposed to be. What it's based off of, quote-unquote. I can agree with that. So, what's everybody's favorite sci-fi movie? I can answer that. Mine would be Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) Man. Okay, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I have to be different than Sam, so I'm gonna say Blade Runner. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> so different, Kurt. So edgy. Well, okay. Well, like, like here's here's the thing. Like my, I think if we consider, like for me, I consider science fiction and then like sci-fi to almost be different. Like Gattaca is technically a sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. and it would be my favorite. But I consider it different than Star Wars. Like I don't put Gattaca and Star Wars in the same genre. Are you guys seen Gattaca? I have not. It's a movie about uh, gene editing taken to the ninth it's, level. Yeah, it's basically about how if you have a child by, essentially they call it by love. Yeah. Um, where you give birth to them, There's they're considered um, like subhuman. Yeah, pretty much you're and, below everybody else. Yeah. And it's about a guy who pretends to be not a subhuman, and by stealing somebody's DNA, and it's. You know, like he puts in fake fingerprints every morning. He has like a fake blood pack, a fake urine pack. I mean, it gets deep, but it's not. It's not. A, it's not really an adventure or anything. It's more a study about the human condition. Yeah. And I, I, I would say it's Gattaca, but in terms of sci-fi, sci-fi Blade Runner. Okay, Katie, what about you? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. You can give me that look of disappointment all you want. I grew up watching Star Wars. It's one of my favorite things. At least the original trilogy. I'm just a little surprised that Sam didn't pick a Star Wars movie. Is more what I'm surprised by. I'm not surprised by what you actually did say. Yeah, um, I just thought it was going to be yeah. different initially. <laughs> I also thought maybe Sam would say, like, The Martian. That is also another good one. I say that that's up there on the list for me. Um, I think even, like... Why are you pointing at him? Because I was going to wait for Katie to finish her thing, and then I was going to say something. Okay. Oh. Um... Sorry, I interrupted you, Katie. It's okay. I'm trying to... Choo-choo went bye-bye. Um, fuck. Jagged, take over? Jagged, Jagged, take over? Katie. Yeah, well, my brain processes okay. do the thing. Um, I also... Sam and I can also say Dune. Yeah, Dune. Yeah, Dune. Did it spell... Why do you get us sued by Tom's? Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve movies. Yeah. But... tomato clamshells? Yeah. Tomato clamshells. I mean, as you talked about with Gattaca, right? Yeah about the human condition that's pretty much all what blade runner is about mm-hmm. yeah. and i just i kind of like i mean i love the conversation i guess they have or they're yeah. what they're trying to say about it so yeah interesting i, th- I think the martian's another example of like uh, putting the martian star wars in the same genre i can understand but like the i don't martian, think that you, you like would martian, put it- i think you'd really like gattaca like they explore yeah like they're the like almost like there's two clusters there's like the and Interstellar, you know, like Interstellar, while it's fantastical, I think it's based in real science. Like when I say real science, hard course, sci-fi, hard sci-fi. There you go. Like lightsabers are kind of real. People are trying to make them real, but let's be honest. The thing about lightsabers is they're that they're not kyber crystals, bro. I mean, maybe there is. I hope there is. Well, the thing, the hard thing about making something like that is like you can make laser pointers that are stable enough that they can burn through pretty much anything. Yeah. Um. But you can't just like stop it at a point. Yeah, that's not how light. Yeah, that's not how light works. works. It's not just like oh, it's about the size of an actual sword. No, light doesn't do that. Yeah. You would have to have something to contain it in for that, and that's not how lightsabers work, unless you buy them from Walmart. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, there's yeah. there's, there's two different types of sci-fi for me one where it's like yeah, same said hard the hard like oh yeah, i like hard sci-fi a lot more i think it's because we bring this up fairly regularly because sam always goes it's a movie but i am always like the first person to critique like anything that's science based <laughs> I also, or I also, anything i also think those like like gattaca like as you know I always hate to bring this up, but as somebody who's like a biology major. I really thought you were going to say somebody who can't ride a bike. No. Missed opportunity, Kurt. This is an actual thing. Um, Gattaca is is 100% Wait, are you telling us you can actually ride a bike? 
No, I can't ride a bike either, but no, but Gattaca is real. Yeah, CRISPR. There is not a single part of Gattaca that is fiction in terms of the science. It's just in terms of the We're not there yet. And we will be. Yeah, because CRISPR is a thing and they're going to start using it. I've used CRISPR. I've made bacteria that glow in the dark. Like, it's real. I did that shit for fun. Surprise. I also made Kurt shows that he actually has a brain cell. Oh, yeah, I forgot on the podcast. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. But, like, I hardly, I think that's a lot of the reason why I don't really love sci-fi a lot of the time. Also, I feel like in so many sci-fi movies that try to be about politics, their politics are fucking horrible. Like, you can tell that the people who write it maybe don't actually understand politics. Yeah. Or they're trying to force a idea that yeah. doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense. What's well, my sci-fi? favorite sci-fi? Thank you for asking, Kurt. Uh, it's a tie be- three between three movies, which is going to be, of course, Treasure Planet, if you want to consider that a sci-fi. I love that movie with my entire heart and butt. <laughs> <laughs> my butt's a lot bigger than my heart, man. Just saying. I think that's valid for everybody, though. <laughs> exactly. We broke Sam again. That's Kurt. What, Kurt? I was doing something. What'd you do? Well, because your fist is the size of your heart, and I always went like that. <laughs> For all of our non-visual, he put his fist up to his butt. Like he was trying to measure it. Or, you know, fist it. Take your pick. Yeah. Or don't. Thank you. Yeah, or don't. Um, <laughs> Take your pick. Uh-huh. Okay. You're so dumb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we took your brain cell back. Sorry. <laughs> Kurt, I'm smart. I made bacteria that glows in the dark. <laughs> also, Kurt. Joke. his own butt. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, Treasure Planet. Zathura, which I love that movie so much. If you've never seen it, it has Josh Hutcherson in it. Great movie. Great movie. It's what part of what started my obsession with him. I'm sorry, Josh Hutcherson, if you ever listened to this. Um, I'm not the kind of person, though, that would stand outside of your house on Thanksgiving. That's okay. Or not. DM her. Slide in them DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <coughs> I'll leave Kurt for you. It's fine. <laughs> I would. For a non-visual viewer, Kurt's shrugging your shoulders. <laughs> for a non-visual viewer, Kurt looks indifferent on the idea. For, for our non-visual viewers. <laughs> I mean, I guess, no, wait. For our, vi- for our future ones because they know the future i'll talk eventually about how i'd leave cory for a cartoon character so true there's plenty of cartoon characters foreshadowing foreshadowing i love it yeah and then my third one that it's a tie between is space jam you cannot fucking tell me that is not a sci-fi movie it's such a great movie it is such a great movie movie. armageddon that's the name of the movie what movie Oh, your favorite sci-fi? One of them, yeah. Oh, that okay. Kurt totally derailed me on like 20 minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> Bro, I was trying That's to That's what it was about? It yeah, I was trying to think of another one that I really enjoyed and I couldn't remember. I knew it started with an A, but my brain kept going apocalypse and I was like, bro, that's wrong. Aquarius apocalyptic. <clears throat> so the movie is great besides the concept that it's easier to be an astronaut than it is to <laughs> be a uh, drill oil. <laughs> Or the right stuff. That's another good one. It's another good one. Apollo Although, thirteen. Would would you consider that sci-fi? Uh, Maybe. Uh, that's a great question. I guess actually. I guess it all comes down to what you consider sci-fi. So. We just talked about what is considered sci-fi. This is true, but that's yes, that's it is a the historical point. event or events. So. Me? About space travel. So. Me. I don't know. Anyway, what? I'm saying maybe to sci-fi-ish. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm glad we cleared that up. Benadryl. <laughs> I just, this is, you better keep that fucking in. Will we say better drill like three times? Nobody's going to know what's happening. It'll get cut Katie, out, that'll be worry. your shirt. <laughs> yeah, we have to keep it in so we can make it a shirt. So what movies would you recommend if you like this movie? Um, Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Is that the one where Spock dies? It is. Spoilers for a movie from the 80s. 
Yay. It was really good. It is. Uh, I would recommend Spaceballs. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. Parody. Yeah. Satire of Star Wars. Yeah. The uh, I'm gonna recommend Airplane. That's not a bad one. I thought it's, it, it, it. I don't know. It kind of scratches the same itch for me. I, 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 I'm not. After we finished the movie, I really wanted to watch Airplane. So I think that's how I'm gonna start doing the recommendations from now on. Uh, I think maybe I would recommend like Mars Attacks. Nobody has anything to say I about that. I don't know that I've seen I don't that think one. I've seen it. I honest to God, I actually hate the movie. Um, it gave me nightmares as a child because there's this beginning scene that like hecked me up. I watched it way too long, too young. It is a Tim Burton movie. We love Tim Burton. I I do. I would also recommend Independence Day. I love Independence Day. I do too. <laughs> can I can I recommend Space Jam? I believe I can fly. And it has to be the old one, not the new one. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen the new one. But. Uh, I watched the new one. Uh-huh. It's straight up just a Warner Brothers ad. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. Um, I've it's only seen good. I've only seen the part in the new one where they're um actually playing basketball, and that part was actually pretty good. But okay. I can't imagine what the rest of it was like. You know what else we can blame my furriness on? Lola Bunny from Space. Now. I thought you were gonna that's say Bugs valid, Bunny though. Lola Bunny's fucking. She was like. They she they they caked up Lola Bunny for no reason. Okay, <laughs> like if you ignore the bunny ass face, she is a very a human looking no bunny. Reason. Yeah, like she's a very human. It's like in she's um very sexual. Yeah, it's like in Fishtails. The oh, Sam looks so uncomfortable with this entire conversation. Bro, is is Lola Bunny hot? Yes or no, Sam? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> I, it's just everybody I was, gonna was getting mad. I was going to call you gay if you said no. <laughs> no. No, I'm just talking about how everybody got mad when they redesigned Lola Bunny. Uh, she wasn't all kicked up? Yeah, in Space Jam 2. That's why I haven't watched it. <laughs> That's the reason why. Yeah. It's not because Don Cheadle plays a character named LG Rhythm, <laughs> and he's an algorithm. No, it's not because of that. It is literally because they don't have a caked up Lola I watched Space Jam for a caked up Lola Bunny. I don't like basketball. I don't like basketball either, but I watched it not for Caked Up Lola Bunny. Okay, Sam knows this. Uh, My dad used to have a cardboard cutout of the green one in the basement, and it used to scare me (laughs) when I was a kid. So I didn't want to watch. The first time I ever fucking babysitted you guys, and we, because we always played hide and seek. I know we've covered this before on the podcast, but I went downstairs to hide, and that thing scared the shit out of me. You don't know it's there, bro. It did. Is it still there? It's still there. Yeah. But uh, I yeah. know that we are not probably gonna get anything when your parents die. Yeah, I, I do hope we get it when they die. Yeah, I hope that's the one they leave us. I hope your dad leaves me with a brand new copy of Harry Potter and the Order <laughs> of the Phoenix since he broke mine in or half. Or cars. What did he break yours in half? When he borrowed my copy of Order of the Phoenix and I got it back and it was completely like the spine was. Split. He did. Did he not tell you? Or did he just give it back to you and not say anything? It kind of was just like, here's your book. And then I started opening it. I was like, oh my god, it's like literally falling apart. Granted, I had broken the spine to begin with from reading it. I'll get it off the shelf and show you. It's literally held together by duct tape. Yeah. It's my original copy of it. And that's why I won't get rid of it. Um, I, I also can remember a time very vividly. So my dad's a huge Harry Potter fan. And I remember he used to make fun of my love of Harry Potter and Katie's. And then we went to the release for the seventh book. And he goes, these nerds must be onto something. He has now read the Harry Potter book series. The last time I checked, 16 times. I got him beat. His favorite show is Keeping Up the Kardashians. <laughs> That's not a lie. I've heard that mo- f- like from his mouth. Yeah. Dude, I gave yeah, him no, a Kim Kardashian. Even... I gave him a Kim Kardashian air freshener for Christmas one year. He about fucking cried. He was so happy. He was so happy. <laughs> oh my god. When's his birthday? Uh, October 28th. Okay, we'll have to remember it, but we're going to need to, like, print out a photo of the, I lost a diamond earring in the ocean. There are people dying. <laughs> just the quotes for him and put it in a nice frame and just give that to him for his gift. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't remember what we're on to now. On the uh, recommendations, and now we're past that, so I think we're on to. What everybody has been enjoying this week. Well, y'all okay, buckle great. up, kitties. <laughs> Um, okay, so I assume it's not depression. No, not depression. Uh, so. Or being old, apparently. 
<laughs> I, 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 I'm a big, like, music fan. Like, I oh, listen yes. to, like, everything. Um, my, you didn't used to be, right? No, I've always been. Like, Oh, I've I thought you been. told me you had stopped listening to music I for mean, a while. I mean, I did kind of stop, but it was... That it's was depression. <laughs> That's so weird to me. It's so scary to think not listening to music. It was, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it afterwards because trigger warnings and stuff. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so Shinedown is my favorite band. I think we've discussed them before. They dropped their new album. Um, technically, it was on July 1st, but... Which... Well, when this comes out, that'll be a... Have yeah. been a couple weeks previous. Um but they tweeted at like midnight the night before that they're like oh or not midnight but they're like uh it drops at midnight eastern standard time and i'm like that's 11 o'clock for us and i was it was literally like two minutes to 11 so i listened to the entire album um i am so thoroughly impressed with this album and not just like as a big fan anyway so this album is so cool the way that they did this um they have all these really neat little interludes that are great <clears throat> excuse me ploy for their storytelling throughout this album it's really cool because the all the different sounds throughout each song if they had just left them in there without these little interludes and these um these interludes aren't like you know just like little musical transitions they're almost like announcements so like warning warning oh know, they used to like do that. that a lot in old albums like yeah in the, in the 2000s yeah so it's a lot of fun and a lot of them have a lot of like uh synth synthesizer okay. yeah it's it's really fun but um i made sam sit through like four or five different songs and sam's not like a big music snob but they did some really really neat stuff on this album one of my favorite things is um their drummer his name's barry um it, it feels like every album that he's been on previously the drums come as like a backup to the singing and the guitar mm -hmm. and the bass guitar and all that. And this one, it feels like they pulled him up front and center with the rest of them. Mm -hmm. The drums are so much louder and more aggressive and just like you can hear them so much better. And it's so neat. Um, they have some really amazing like guitar riffs and solos that are in a couple of the songs. I've noticed in like two different songs because I've already listened to this album. I don't know how many times and it just came out like, I don't know, a day and a half ago. <laughs> um, but they have like callbacks to some of their previous songs like they've got snippets of lyrics from old songs like one of their biggest ones is 45 and they use the line staring down the barrel of a 45 in one of the songs on this new album so uh and this new one's called planet zero but it i i'm so thoroughly impressed with like the growth from their previous album which i mm -hmm. think just came out in 2019 okay to where they are now and I say I, I freaking love these guys. I've seen them in concert five different times. So, you told us about a certain song that they released. <laughs> I did. So, uh, uh, I know before we've discussed on the podcast that our least favorite movie of all time is The Dead Don't Die, and Shine. I hate it even more than Bubba Hotep. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, but one of the songs on Planet Zero is called Dead Don't Die, and uh, it is significantly better than the movie <laughs> um but yeah it just it's such a good album i'm so impressed with the way that they did it and um one of my favorite things about this band is like the way that they put their heart into their lyrics mm -hmm. it's not just like mindless lyrics that they're like oh this sounds good you can tell that they've genuinely thought everything through that they're putting out there and i like that it's not just like one solid like sound they go from like heavy rock to punk rock to soft rock i mean they they did so much with it and i just well i know that they had released um the title track a while back mm -hmm. planet zero yeah i thought that was that song was really good i'm yeah. not a huge fan of theirs i don't dislike them like how you think i do <laughs> um but i thought it was pretty good i i'm gonna do a great transition speaking of music snobs um, I'm going to make a joke about Kurt being a fucking hipster, <laughs> um, but I didn't really have a good one. One of our favorite bands just released a, um, hidden track off of their newest album. Um, I really quick, I would like to interject, uh, my, um, Twitter, um, handle is literally dumb hipster, <laughs> uh, CDR or CDR dumb hipster. Yeah. I'm proud of it. It's so funny because you are... Dumb hipster CDR. 
you are such a capitalist at heart sometimes that's not what hipsters are about i just love i'd love that for you anyway uh they just put out a new song that's really really good it's called deemed right yeah yeah uh so i would highly recommend checking that out cleo patrick deemed i'm gonna bring i'm gonna make them come back in our next episode as well congratulations you guys are gonna hear about that band again um for good reason you understand but i've been enjoying that a lot that's a really good song we saw them in concert a couple months ago with another band called ready the prince highly recommend them as well especially if you like cleopatra i think you played maybe one from each of them one on one of our girls night yeah expeditions um just like a slight sidetrack the reason that we listened to them was you asked me what I had been enjoying and I told you their music and you asked me why and I said because I thought his voice was hot. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Because he does have a hot voice. Because <laughs> uh, that's a thing. That's, I mean, Shinedown's lead singer, Brent Smith, his voice is just like phenomenal to me. I like that it can handle all different aspects of what they do. So I, I get it. Yeah. It's appealing. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, but I really enjoy that. And then I have been really thoroughly enjoying the... Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember his name. We talked about him last week, too. Um, he is the writer and creator of Phineas and Ferb. Oh, Dan Povenmire? Yes, Dan I Povenmire. I love him. I love him so much. I've been enjoying his TikTok phenomenally. He's so much fun. He is so much fun. He's so sweet and, like... He gives Fun. so much, like, insight on the show, too. And he does. It's, it's just a good time. Earlier today, he made a TikTok um, stitch with somebody who was like, songwriters, how often do you just write gibberish for your song lyrics? And then he was talking about the song Itchy Gitchy Goo on Phineas and Ferb and how they did a He's remake like, of you. <laughs> they did a caveman remake of it on the show. Mm-hmm. I just love that. I just love that so much. I just love that show, too. Uh, I Yeah. That, that show is, hits. That show slaps. It does. It does yeah. indeed. Kurt, what have you been enjoying? Um, so I, I often talk about my my um, playing through game series at a time of playing through Fire Emblem games, and uh, I got one of the ones that they didn't release in English. The last one that they didn't, um, the Binding played. I think after this one, I have like two more to play, three more to play, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like, I, I know this sounds really stupid, but the units feel like they hit harder in this one, whether that's an, against you or for you. And, like, in some of them, it'll be like, oh, you have a 50% chance to hit. Same, you've played XCOM. It's, it's always, not, it's not, it's not 50. It's this, not worth it. <laughs> th- this game, 50% actually feels like 50, 66. You know, 66 is zero in XCOM, let's just be honest. This one, 66, it's like, ooh, that feels like a 66. Um, it, both against you and for you. As only fire medium, I can say that. And they also, like your armor knights, just don't take damage. But the enemy armor knights, fuck, you don't get to hit them. It's, it's real. It feels like the the mechanics working as intended is the only fire emblem game I can say that <laughs> about. Because some of them, like the axe users, are way too fast. Mm-hmm. Because they're supposed to hit heavy, and instead they're fucking hitting four times for eight hundred damage. It's great. Um, <laughs> Or some of them, the armor knights are taking damage, which, I mean, it's their whole point. But it, so far, it's been a lot of fun. What have you been doing? Um, since we've been talking about uh, sci-fi shows, been watching For All Mankind. Uh, finish my rewatch up until the last episode of season two, because it makes me w- real sad, because one of my favorite characters dies. Oh. <laughs> Rip. So I don't, I don't want to do that quite yet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, after we, cause we brought it up on the Martian, I realized why I liked the first season so much is cause the second half of the first season is just the Martian on the moon. So <laughs> valid. It's, uh, so yeah, that I was like, Oh, that's why I enjoyed it so much. I mean, also cause it's well written and everything, but mm-hmm. so yeah. But, and then yeah, episode four of season three also came out this week and I watched that and it's great because season three is all about a, a race to Mars mm-hmm. between the U.S. USSR and like private privatized space company. So it's very interesting. I what is it? What, what streaming platform is it? It's on, on Apple TV. 
think I can steal Noah's. It's very much worth it, along with uh, Ted Lasso, of course. It, yeah, I was gonna say Ted Lasso. You need to, you need to finish Ted Lasso. Oh my god, they announced that season three is gonna be the last one of Ted Lasso, and that, I'm so like heartbroken. Yeah, but that was it's always their plan. The yeah, yeah say, which, you don't want to force it to keep going, like exactly. Teen Titans or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's how it was with like This Is Us. I was really glad that they did decide to end it at six seasons. Granted, they knew going into it that's how many they were gonna do, and that was gonna be it. And I like that they didn't run it into the ground before it ended. So it sucks that Ted Lasso is ending, but I like the balls. I like the balls to be like it's a huge. This I mean, is it. I this is what you get. Saw, like we were out today at uh, Sam's Club, and I saw Ted Lasso shit, mm-hmm. like magazines, and then like a post or something, and it's like it's huge. Yeah. And they're like, no. Well, I don't know if you remember, but, you know, when we talked about, um, at Comic-Con when Tyler met the voice actor for Dom. Yep. Uh, Carlos Ferrero. Ferrero. Yeah. Sam had cosplayed as Ted Lasso, and he went on, like, a 20-minute tangent about how, like, Ted Lasso is, has, like, a cult following. Yeah. So. It's funny how you mentioned, um, Gears of War as we talk about things that should have ended and not been run into the ground. (laughs) Yep. Um, oh, I totally just lost what I was about to say. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I do remember. Um, the, uh, the big slick, like, softball game was coming up in Kansas City, and one of the, like, things for the auction was, like, to be an extra in Ted Lasso Season 3. That's, That's awesome. great. And, like, I mean, a bunch of other things, like, get a signed jersey or something from, the, like, cast and crew go to a match with coach beard like an arsenal match <laughs> so, um, so yeah that's that's kind of cool yeah well do, do you do you i mean for real here so um i don't know if you guys heard uh, we're located in kansas city and we actually got a world cup game yes which well, is gonna be great I'm kansas so city is the has the best we're the uh, soccer capital of the u.s yeah that's what i was gonna say mm-hmm. yep. we, and we also them. have the best sorry we also have some of I've the been... best food like i've traveled all around the u.s and it's disappointing how often I get shit food. Uh, Vegas had great food. But, I mean, but, like, it's also highly concentrated and you don't get on the strip without having pretty good food. Yeah. We didn't really eat very much off the strip. But, I mean, you know, KC, like, just in general, like... Yeah, there's food. not a whole ton of places that don't have good food. Even the and, places that I'm like, this is just okay. I'm like, I know a better place this but this isn't bad i'm not but, angry that i pay for it so yeah. the actor who plays Ted Lasso is from overland park yeah yep jason which sudeikis is, which, is, which is casey do you think they'll do anything for the world cup yes i think jason, they'd be jason silly not sudeikis. to yeah i was gonna say i i mean i i wouldn't have like solid expectations of it but yeah. i feel like it's a really big missed opportunity if they don't because he's I, from casey well yeah. also like, i feel like oh. he needs to do something like and not necessarily the ted lasso aspect of it but since he is from there it is something for him to be able to do for his city well it's like the the big slick which is the you know I don't know how to sum it up. I guess the big fundraisers that they do, but a lot of charity the- fundraisers, for yeah. children's mercy. But I mean, like Paul Rudd, who's from also Overland Park. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many like big named actors who Stone, are from here. Eric Stone Street is at yeah. the Chiefs games all the time. Yeah. Oh, and he's at the, the Snake time. Saturday Parade. All yeah. The time. He always comes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Eric Stone Street's the best. He is the best. He is. He's always like stuff for Casey. Yeah. Rob Riggle, I believe, is yeah. also from Casey. Yep. So is um. Oh God, Marvel, uh, War Machine. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually from Missouri too. So. Yeah. I don't think he does anything with Big Slick, but. Yeah. No. But it's just like you know they have that platform and they use it to help their their hometown or you know yeah. still come back to their hometown. And yeah. Kansas City isn't like. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to oh, talk you're, over you. You're fine. Kansas City isn't like a huge, huge city or anything. Um, and a way that... By the way, Mass, it's fucking gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, especially if you include the Metro and, oh, like, the people the here... Metro, it's fucking just... And like... it's so funny, because people here, there's a lot of the Metro area that, like, if I wasn't in Kansas City, I would say is part of Kansas City. Yeah. But since we live here, we're like, no, Smithville, I wouldn't... Yeah. If somebody me, no. asked me, I wouldn't say that if I was from Smithville, that I was from Kansas City. But if I traveled, I would absolutely say that. Um... 
and uh a great thing that i thought about whenever we went to go visit vegas when we were coming back i was like i'm so happy to be in a city that sleeps kansas city is a great place to live it is and it's not a great necessarily a great place to like vacation yeah yeah it's it's great to vacation if you want to relax not necessarily do stuff if you're the kind of person who's like i gotta do stuff all the time when you're on vacation kansas city is not really like we the have best a really place, cool but art museum, and that's about it, man. We have a really cool war museum. Yeah, war we war have museum. the only really cool. World War One museum. Yeah, that's huge. Which the is kind of weird. Yeah, um, I feel like Kansas City. Like, if you're talking about a vacation here, it would be almost like how like Branson is for us, which is also in Missouri. If you're not from here, um, it's, it's a good like place. like long weekend kind of yeah place. it's just a good like get out of town for a couple of days kind of place okay. missouri branson is to if, kansas city like if you don't visit kansas i don't know how to explain it but it's like that one place that you go in state that really only the people from in state go or like people who live really close to it it's weird <laughs> that's a crazy place uh, if you've never heard of branson please just google it and go to google images i bet you could search up some of the wildest yeah i bet you could search up jesus vegas and it would pull up brands that's literally the jesus water tower there's a jesus water tower i'm not trying to offend any of our christian viewers but it's the most white christian place you can go to i think i can tell the story on the podcast so my uncle jay married a black lady my aunt Brittany. she's wonderful they have three kids we went to branson and there's dolly parton stampede there and we were being served by Confederate soldiers, people dressed up like Confederate soldiers, and my cousin Clay sitting next to me. He's older, and he kind of looks at me and goes, if they won, I'd be serving you guys. And I looked at Clay, and I go, Clay? I go, if they won, you would have been born. <laughs> but that is Branson to a T. Um, it is, it, again, you can get served by Confederate soldiers, throw axes, um... They're actors playing it. Let's, yeah, it's let's, actors. Let's clarify yeah, here. let's clarify. They're actors, but it's still, it's surreal, okay? It's the only, it's the only place where the last Confederate flag shop, which I think it should be closed down. I mean, it's, yeah. But you, the shop's still open. It's sketchy looking, it too. It is so sketchy looking. Um, you could also probably buy guns there real easy. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue back to the Kansas City thing <laughs> about getting the World Cup. Um, so they were talking about it on like Sports Talk Radio, mm-hmm. and the other cities that were picked besides Kansas City were all like top fifteen population wise in the oh. U.S., Vancouver or not Canada and like Mexico. Uh, Kansas City is top thirty or the thirty second city like population wise. Yeah. Um, so they must have made one, one like sales pitch to get it here. So, I mean, the sales pitch was probably where else in the United States did they actually like soccer? Yeah, true. Because um, like almost every time we have like we gather up our like our competitive team for United States, it has like seven KC players. Yeah. Duh. I think one of the other like really big aspects about it being in Kansas City and the only reason I say this is because I've seen so many Facebook posts, tweets, Instagram posts, TikToks, all that. People who come here to go to like Chiefs games or Royals games that aren't from here, they always talk about how friendly our city is. Oh They're- yeah, we might be like, heck you, you're a Raiders fan, I hope you die in a car accident, but do you want to come over for dinner later? I mean, <laughs> basically, <laughs> like, we might hate the Raiders with a passion, but it's just, like, I feel Even like... the people that we hate... Most everybody that I have ever met in our city is more than willing to do anything to help anybody else. Even right. the super racist or, like, homophobic people are still, like... It's horrible. We're in the middle of Missouri. Come on. Not middle of Missouri, but we're we're located in the, the middle of Missouri. Yeah. Uh they Even kinda, the horrible, horrible people with that kind of background are still, there's still the kind of people who would go out of their way to help. Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, I, I also, I, so again, I repped Casey. I was out of town. I was at a sporting event with my dad. I don't remember why we were there. Dad's a big sports guy. And I was wearing Casey, you know, royal shirt. We were, of course, in a away game. I was eight and I had stuff thrown at me. If that explains... 
you would you would you would get you the reverse would happen to Casey if you tried to heckle a kid. You'd get beat up in KC. Yeah, yeah, you would. You'd get beat up. You would get you would get the shit kicked out of you in Kansas City. Well, even like so, Tyler is a Patriots fan. Yeah. He is an so obnoxious, obnoxious Patriots fan, but he's been to I think two different of like the really big games against the Patriots here with his buddies who are Chiefs fans because hometown team, and when they leave and you know if we've lost and the Patriots won, Tyler would get other Chiefs fans walking up and be like, hey, you know, your team played a hell of a game, you know, way to represent your team, even though it's like, man, it's a gut punch because we freaking lost, but it's just like the respect thing, and I I, I think that's well, and what there's makes something, our city sound out. There, there, there's also something, like, to be said for, it's just a fucking sports game. Yes. Uh, that's how everything is in KC. Like, it's just it's whatever. Just, it's, it's so... That's what it all boils down to, is it's, it's just blank, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, something very interesting that to bring up your father again for like the fifth time. Um, I see this a lot with him about people from here because he is from Minnesota. I want you to know. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say the way you just said Minnesota, was that on purpose? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's the only way you can say Minnesota. 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 Sam's been to Minnesota. I have. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It is. I'm still offended you never took me. Sorry, Katie. Be offended. Uh, anyway, he seems to have this idea that the people here only care about sports whenever we're winning, and that is so vehemently untrue. It's like, I... <laughs> Our dad's a really good representation yeah. of that. <laughs> so are my parents. So my dad will talk about how much the Royals or the Chiefs have disappointed him over the years, but that's never stopped him from being a fan Absolutely and supporting not. him. Well, it's like, I don't like sports, but the moment that anybody is like, let me just, especially your father, maybe it's because I don't like him, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway um especially him he's so bad about this but like i don't like sports the moment he disses anything to do with our sports teams i am on top of him like who are you to say anything about that you're a twins and vikings fan for real and Except the twins are doing good this year royals suck this year yeah they royals do. Royals suck every year <laughs> besides 2014 and 2015 <laughs> we had our two years and that's no, it but it ruined it because it used to be before that you could get royals tickets for like five dollars oh uh, yeah now, now like eleven dollars <laughs> <laughs> dang <laughs> inflation's a bitch <laughs> well it's mostly the parking that costs yeah, yeah that's how they get you. um but like i every Every person I know here owns something from one of the two teams and wears it. Just, yeah, Sam's wearing a kingdom shirt, which is what we call Chief's Kingdom. Yeah, Chief's yeah kingdom. it's the Chief's Kingdom. Um, the people here are so incredibly loyal. It's so interesting. It is so interesting. We're and your father is so incorrect by saying that people just come out. No. It's just we have a reason to start being like, hey, look at this. We're proud of it. Instead of just being like, I'm We're always the cheering. Vikings for the last spot in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one thing to be like repping it 100% of the time and to be, you know, behind the home base and being like, well, I casually enjoy sports. And now that they're doing great, I want to be a part of the crowd to be like yeah. go 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 yeah it's like i always support them i just don't like watching sports i say i mean i feel like maybe i'm a good example and you can kind of testify like you as in sam for our non-visual watchers yes um <laughs> i i'm not a big football fan whatsoever but i've always supported the chiefs because it's the hometown team like you know i want them to do well but let's be honest, it's more fun when your team wins. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't support them beforehand. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's man. just kind of like, hey, this is, I want in on all the fun. Like, you know, I don't want to be forgotten just because it's not, I don't go out of my way to watch it every single week. So. Yeah. Same. I'm in the same camp as that. And the people here are fiercely loyal to it. The It's just like license plates, everything. It's everything all the time. People have flags of whatever sport and it's just all of it but a lot of the people won't be obnoxious about it they'll yeah. come up and buy you a beer because you're wearing a chief shirt but 
they'll be like, hey, how about them Chiefs? And you guys have a five-minute conversation about it, and that's it. It's wonderful. I love that about here. And I'm very excited for other people to get to enjoy coming here and meeting these kind of people who are so fiercely loyal and they're going to trash on their foreign teams. That's okay. <laughs> we will host in the World Cup. We love our... We, we, just, lo- we love our city. That's all it boils down to. We're proud of it. Yeah. There's Not loving Missouri overall right now, but that doesn't mean Kansas City. That means Eric Green and Josh Hawley, who, like, I truly want them to fight to the death. It's okay. For legal reasons, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't add us. <laughs> I wasn't threatening them. I said I wanted them to fight to the death. Not, I'm not threatening them of any kind. I'm telling them to threaten each other. Please do it. Anyway. Was, I, I... Go ahead. No. No, no I, was... I didn't have a, any. My anyways oh, okay. was getting back on track. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, we went from Galaxy Quest all the way to Casey. <laughs> This this sounds like a normal conversation for us, though. I mean, the it was only like a thirty-four minute podcast before this. Where are we at now? We're at thirty-four minutes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we gotta stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, you guys. Well, let's talk. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Follow us on all our socials in the links below. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.